Thanks for tuning in, guys. Welcome to episode 110 of the ZZ Performance Power Hour. We're doing a W body build off with some of your favorite 3800 guys. I think we're just missing Mr. Matt. Yeah. But everybody here's had a 3800 build at some point in their life or several. Um, and yeah, we're going to let you guys build our cars today. So, um, I, Steve, you had an NIC Grand Prix back in the day. I did. Turbo Tim had a Turbo Grand Prix. Zoom's obviously the M90 King, still is. And no, I twi- got I got beat. Zach, right? Oh, yeah. Zach, Zach Brunzig. Brunzig. Yeah. 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 Uh, Shout out to our. Uh, yeah, at least he's a customer. Yeah, he is a local to. customer. Got to. Yeah, that kid did work really hard on doing that back in the day. We actually ran into him at 131. Uh, was it a year or two ago? And we had your car there. Yeah. We yeah we were just catching up, and Tim was talking to him. It was it was funny. Um, we He's were got like, a ridiculous ZR1 now. Yeah, like, beautiful car. the fastest car in like th- this area. Ridiculous. Yeah. It was uh, just he super. Knows how to do it apparently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember hearing stories about him running pizzas around in that car and then running tens in it with a blower. I'm like, goodness, that is awesome. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> that actually happened. <laughs> Deliver pizzas to pay for the mods. <laughs> yep, open headers. <laughs> Delivering pizza commitment. with open headers. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? Uh, question number one, are we picking our color? Trevor, I missed it. Sorry. Oh, did it scroll up too fast? Yep. Yeah, I didn't even see the options on this one. So who gets the Pontiac Grand Prix Coupe? Oh, right on. Who Pontiac- gets the Coupe? Grand Prix Coupe yeah, up first. first. You should see that now. Um, yeah, I don't... Yeah. Just got to pick up all those kids he's going to have. The Grand Prix Coupe is my favorite. Mine too. I've missed mine sometimes. It, on paper, I miss it, and then I get in one, I'm like, eh. Especially <laughs> when the Coupe has the shaved door moldings. Yeah. They just look they so look smooth. Um, I really, I think it looks better than like the GTO of that era, you know? Yeah. It's really like kind of got that vibe to it, but not quite. Yeah. Even the Maroon Grand Prix that we have mm-hmm. was sitting in the shop today, and I was walking by it a couple times. I'm like, man, that just is a good looking front end. Oh, you, you got the Grand Prix. All right, I'll take it. Next up, we're going for the uh, Buick Regal GS. Ooh. Oh, man. So I like the Regal GS because it's a little more sound. The Grand Prix really likes to be rattly and just like plasticky. The Regal is a little more refined. So that's what I. That's one of the reasons why I went with the Regal nowadays. And not many people build the Regal Zoom. I'm going to wait out and hope that there's a Bonneville, and I hope I get it. <laughs> Weight disadvantage, the nicest car of them all. Is there is there a Fiero going to be in this? Pick of- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, might be thought about. Probably not, because the last one is always the worst one. So we'll see what the last one is. <laughs> we always we always talked about like it was a it was a bad move that GM never put the thirty eight hundred in a truck. Yeah. Yeah. Or like you the know, blazer of like the a, day, a mid-sized truck. Yeah, last time like or something would yeah. would have been sweet. Yeah, it would have been great. All, you know, gobs of torque. It's just yeah. a good good economy. Zoom's got the Regal. We got a tie. Anybody got a bobcat or a coin? Ooh, Ooh it is forty-one for now. Between time. Zoom and Tim for the Regal. You guys want to do arm wrestle? Go. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a bad arm, so I'm gonna win. Yeah. <laughs> I got nothing to flip, guys. I don't either. That's loud. I need a coaster. We're, we're Coasters are loud too. <laughs> Cloth coaster. Uh, goes to Tim. Tim, you got that got Regal. Regal. I'll take the Regal. It's a Regal GS, so that's cool. I'll take it. Yep. You know, I'm gonna have an inner core hanging out the front bumper, but you know it's, it's fine. Going so low. <laughs> You got to trim the course apart a little bit if you want it to be flush. I liked our margaritas for lunch today. That uh, made it's Friday nice much easier. Yes, absolutely. Monte <laughs> <laughs> Carlo Dang. Dale edition. You got to get that to Steve. <laughs> Come on, don't do me like that. <laughs> oh, I that think... because my mom had the Dale Earnhardt Monty back in the day. Did she? Oh yeah, Earnhardt a black one. Is... That's better than like the Tony Stewart one. Oh, like, really? I like the Tony uh, Stewart one the best. Oh, no, you're fired. No. <laughs> that was what, black and orange? Yeah. It was like the more aggressive of the two. The Dale ones, the gauge pretty poster, subtle. All the numbers were also like the same font as the 20 number. It was, that's that's cool. cool. Oh, no. Um, The 
Dale Jr. Steve. version is probably Sweet. I got a Monte Carlo. Steve, or Zoom, you have a rusted out 9C1 Impala. <laughs> Which the 9C1 is very good. What What is the 9C1 Impala? How do I? That's the police package. Police interceptor. Uh, so you got like the sweet right. rubber floor and the, the yeah. hole where the spotlight used to be? We did, Matt, Matt would remember his name. We did an Impala. Actually, I don't want to remember his name and say what he did at the same yeah. time. So good thing I don't remember his name, but we did... We did an Impala like that for a guy to outrun the cops. Do you, were you around, Steve? No. Yeah. So some of the stories he, when I was that was before my time. He was running. Was it Sudafeds? Those little red pills or something that they make meth with? <laughs> right. Yeah, our customers tell us a lot of shit, right? So he's running these. He's running these pills, and he's like, "Oh yeah, I hit up all the whatever CVSs in the area." And, you know, you want to make some money, like run over to CVS and pick up stuff. This is before they had as many regulations, you know. This is a long time ago, early ZZP. And he's like, yeah, I need full build. I need to outrun any cops if they hunt me down. He's like, I do, you know, this state has these rules and this state has this rules and I can sell them over here for this much money. He wasn't into selling the meth and shit. He just supplied the Sudafeds, you know, but um, it was an interesting guy, interesting story. And so, yeah. He, Maybe he we don't share his name on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, don't share his name. We uh, spent a lot of money though. And we did uh, like extra cooling mods on it because he wanted to be able to top speed it, which... In a 3800, yeah, uh, you know that's, that's that's asking a lot out of an Impala. Um, so yeah, we, we pulled the boost down just a little bit and uh, right. did. Uh, did and it was probably still on ten-year-old all seasons. <laughs> all yeah, you 3800 guys, you know what I'm talking about. We we meet we meet a lot of cool people, uh, interesting characters. <laughs> all right, next up, start your engines. Who gets JE Pistons? I don't need them. Don't need them. Don't em. need them. Yeah. Stock engine's fine. Bo gets them. Give them to Bo. Or Zoom. He likes to go Bo slow. and Zoom, yep. I, Bo and Zoom. Do I get to pick compression? <laughs> yeah, sure. Oh, yeah, that's, that's, yeah. that would be nice. Sorry. Some 10 to 1s, yep. That is the nice thing about throwing the J's is the compression you get. Well, you need it. Yeah. The forged, it's not as tight, so they, they don't make the power. Makes sense. All right. All right. You guys gotta start fighting for this stuff. Yeah. The I, I'm looking at the next option. It's making it's, it too it's, easy. It's much better. I'm making it too easy. These 3800s don't need too many mods. I'm just waiting for that turbo kit. All right. What's what's next? The e turbo. Someone give Tim an e turbo. <laughs> <laughs> Put the whistles that go woo on it. Remember, remember when we bought that just to prove that it in it like it. The E-Turbo supported enough airflow to idle. <laughs> At full sing, it flowed enough air to idle a 3800. Okay. All right. Um, next option, that. it was uh, stock bottom end L36. Low mile. I'm in. I want it. I'm in. I, I want mean, it. Hey, everybody. That's, that's my jam right there. That's a good yep. Stop over Zoom. <laughs> Even though that was his secret weapon back in the day. It's never going to work, uh, Zoom. Yeah. You're just going to break it. The rods aren't big enough. Thrasher has a whole article up about yep. why that won't work. Yeah. Yeah. It's just going to fall apart the first time you put any boost. Too much compression. I actually saw lines. that today. Too high ring land on the pistons. It won't work. I saw no, that argument today on the 3800 performance group. Some guy wanted to do a blower kit on his L36 and some new young professional hopped in there and told him how it's never going to work and he's going to break it and you can't put boost on the L36 because you're going to break it. Hmm. Did you see that this morning? I didn't catch it. Do you I, know the, I do you remember reply. the first customer who got, um, what did we call it? The SSM 90 kit or something like that? Josh Knight. Is that who it was? Yep. And I want to say he made 250 yeah. to the wheels. With almost larger than a stock pulley. Yeah. yeah. It was either a four or a 4.2, mm -hmm. and he made 260, I think. It was just ungodly power. We couldn't figure out like how this car. I found out about ZZP from Josh. I raced him down Lake Michigan Drive, and uh, when I just bought my GTP, and we pulled into the gas station together and started chatting and introduced ourselves and whatever, and then. Uh, we ended up meeting up here, and that's how I got involved with the Michigan Grand Prix Club and found out about ZCP. 
He's still Weird. around too. I ran oh, yeah. into him a few times this summer. He saw us when we went for our walk at the park the other day, and he texted me and asked where we were all going in a hurry. <laughs> we're all racing down the road on the way to the park. <clears throat> That's cool. Uh, Corey Davis, skip the twin charge, man. 20 skip years it. ago. You Don't forget, you have a 3.8 liter. You do not need a blower to make that engine bigger for a turbo. That will spool all right. any Next, how about, a, how about a M112 twin charge? <laughs> oh, yeah, no. No. Next option was L67 high miles. It runs good though. <laughs> Three hundred thousand miles runs good though. I had nearly one of those. My uh, my nice and loosened up for your turbo kit, you know. My '97 GTP had two hundred sixty thousand miles. We engineered the first SS790 on it. Remember that? My purple car, yeah, it had two hundred sixty thousand, and it ran a uh, twelve six or something with like. Ooh. Your borrowed drag radials from, I think, the GT? It, it feels like the Bonneville 3800s always had the most miles. I don't know why. Yeah. Comfy cars. It's a good car to road trip 100 miles a day or whatever. Harder to mod the Bonneville, yeah. all that shit under the hood. Yeah. It's a huge area, but there's just stuff in the way where yeah. it shouldn't be. Weird motor mounts. Yeah. and Yeah. It's just the Bonnevilles had a lot more weight on the <clears throat> rear end, too, which was kind of a disadvantage for traction. It was a strange build. How they did the didn't they do an aluminum hood or, or trunk or what? Wasn't something aluminum yeah. on that car? Yeah, it's very very light. It's yeah. weird when you put the batteries under the back seat and yeah, just... so much goofy stuff they did. And then they had that big cast iron engine mount mm -hmm. that that held onto that thing. And yeah. it's like you could have just not done that and put a steel hood on the car. It's just it's just a strange combo the way they did things. But I did uh, rob the ignition coil bracket off yep. of it because it's lighter and then i redid the mounts on my my car and i saved yeah. saved quite a bit like eight pounds i think re redoing the and coil get back. more belt wrap yeah more belt wrap you can run the one dog bone and mm -hmm. get away with that yeah it's a good it's cool those bonnevilles that are motor mounts are all at, underneath mm -hmm. they have no upper motor mounts so everything's down low so because and they were super loose too because it was a bonneville you want it to be smooth um, all right, who got it? I got it. All right, I'll take it. 300K. Yep. <laughs> Why do I get it? What's going on here? Guy, is guy is Red Storm saying what he's got on his car? Heck yeah. yeah. Oh, well. Not, and the thing is, like, congrats, but, like, I'm not surprised. The 3800 is a great engine, and it will keep going. Mod it smartly and keep the oil changed. You're good. Maybe check out the the push rods and the rockers because the push rods kind of wear into the rockers yeah. and it like you know makes them short. So is Cap Slow going to give the airflow twister? <laughs> <laughs> is that what the tornado is? Is the tornado yeah. an e turbo or is it the one that just twists the air? Yeah, that's the <laughs> twist air one. The what? The tornado. I think we I think we might have played with those too back in the day. I think or I or we had. A customer car came in with one that we took out, and then that kicked around the shop for a while. We had a tornado. And, and did you guys? Did you guys play with any of like the golf ball style porting? No. Oh, the dimples. Dimple. I don't think. No, so. we never did. No, I've never seen that. It's it's just the same reason like they put the dimples in a golf ball. There's less surface area, and it, like it, it creates little air pockets, so it can move through the air easier because there's less surface area on it. That's why a golf ball has dimples. It's not for grip. I know it has dimples, and I know it travels farther, but I hadn't heard the less surface area part. Yeah. Because it would have more surface area if it had dimples. Yeah, that's a. You're right. Um, I something about the way the air, so the air pocket, like an air cushion that it makes over it takes the up air, space. The air doesn't, from what I understand, isn't grabbing the ball as much it doesn't stick to it because it's it's disrupting the air as it goes around it and because of that disruption it, the air as it breaks on the back side of the ball it doesn't hang on as long so um if you if it's smooth the air hangs on all the way till it meets again and then breaks and you end up with all this turbulence on the back side of the golf ball but where it's dimpled the air is not holding on to the golf ball so it starts breaking before it gets back at least that's what i saw on a youtube video um <laughs> I've seen Which I just saw because we were I'm, just talking uh, about to the uh, yeah <laughs> the the dimpled running socks or actually biking socks same thing yeah yeah that's cool put some socks on the Grand Prix 
Put some uh, dimple hubcaps. There we go. All right, exhaust. <clears throat> uh, what did we miss? Oh, Steve, sorry, you got the... Uh... Oh, Steve, Steve, Steve. You you, you have an L67 with a chip piston. It still Wait, runs, though. <laughs> still runs, though. It's amazing how far those cars will go pistons. with a chip piston. Yeah, you know how many I've taken apart and like, oh, well, when the hell did that happen? Yeah. Equalizer. Know it? Yeah, it's fine. Please give me the equalizer. I will sacrifice. Like I will sacrifice some power to have my car sound. Are we like building a cool car or are we racing at the end? Um, it's kind of just funny at the end when you. Well, I just want when you summarize them. Open all. whatever headers, so like you know, you guys can't drive very good if you have to plug your ears. <laughs> how terrible it probably sounds. <laughs> that happens. That Strategy. Happen. We're talking exhaust. Somebody's getting a rusted off, broken down. Cracked stock it's manifolds. Probably the fortified. Oh, is there cracked stock manifolds on there? Um, close. Oh. Don't don't power wash your engine hot. <laughs> that front or manifold won't like it. Oh, oh awesome! Oh. Amazing. Bo got the equalizer. Darn it. You guys are being good to me. I'm forged. I had a two-door Grand Prix with an equalizer. Let's go. <laughs> Tell all your friends to join on the chat today. I, yeah, yeah no apparently. Kidding, this is a 3800 wood. Like, Bo's going to own this one. <sighs> yeah, unfair advantage. Steve needs a fancy exhaust. Yeah, I got a clapped-out engine and a shitty car. It's some nice exhaust. What card do I have again? <laughs> hey, you got a chip piston, brother. You might as well just take whatever. I don't have a chip car. I got the Dale Earnhardt car. That's yeah. sweet. You, you, pr you probably have a chip piston because you have a stock exhaust. What's the ZZP headers? I'll, I'll take ZZP headers. headers. I'll take those. Who gets a U-Bend delete? Ooh. <laughs> that was the big mod back in the day. <laughs> At the track, you got the U-Bend delete. <laughs> It was such a huge upgrade, too. Like, that downpipe, I cannot believe they did that from the factory. Oh, Very so weird. bad. Just for the O2 sensor. But that's that's what made our company, is GM screwed so many things up. It's almost like we had a plant in there <laughs> adding, like, shitty things to the car for us to undo. <laughs> yep. Bad wiring, so we made wiring upgrades. Like, that car, man, that car, like, made us... Just left so much on the table. It's hard. Bad. It's hard nowadays. Like they make cars so much better than that. Like there's not weird yeah. shortcomings like that anymore. Well, it's like on your Gen Two Cruise. As much, it's different. Yeah, the inner cooler on your Gen Two Cruise. It's it's pretty huge. big. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it still sucks. There's yeah. Still room for improvement, but it's uh relatively big for what it is for sure. They recycled nickels for the front brakes on the Grand Prix, yeah. <laughs> and then they gave the Monies the bigger brakes. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, why? That weird. Yeah, that's why, right? Yeah, the Impala too. I think got some. Yeah, Impala had bigger brakes too. But why would you stock different part numbers and make your cars different? It just you yeah. just standardize so much on the thing. Like that, like our twelve-inch brake kit. Why didn't all of those cars come with that? I know. Like all of them should have got well, the twelve-inch dual piston caliper with the twelve-inch rotor. Like, then you had like aluminum cradle in the Monty from two thousand. Yep. Mm -hmm. Why were they not doing that in the Grand Prix until this 04? stuff already exists. You're already bizarre. The technology here just. Why didn't they pull? Do you know? Not only would people have made more horsepower, but how many less chip pistons if they pulled the U bend delete or the yeah. U the U bend out? Yeah. So the U bend cost GM more money because it's some doodad whatever. You could have just figured out a way to do it straight. Cost you power. Cost you reliability. And from the factory, they could have done that mod, which, I mean, good for us, they didn't. But, yeah. you know, it just would have been a better plan. Yeah, how many engines did GM warranty for people back in the day on these brand mm -hmm. new cars? Because when you're right on that edge, that's enough to make a difference. Mm -hmm. All right, soon, your police Impala is getting ZZP headers. All right, I'll take those. Yeah, Noah Hammock, uh, yeah, I'm the first, uh, first employee. I literally was working for ZZP before I... Think I don't even know. If I don't think we were ZZP back then. Yeah, I think yeah. it was like Zoom selling parts, and I was in his garage grinding exhaust manifolds. With yeah, with like a Napa air compressor and <laughs> some hand uh, Dremel stuff. That was a shit job, but yeah, you did it. Like you're like I can't guarantee you full time, but 
you know, I, I, I got I got enough to keep you busy this week. Yeah, there was never a week from that point on that was never a day, never an hour, <laughs> never a week, never a month. Since that day you started in the garage, you have never been able to be like, hey, there's no more stuff for me to do. <laughs> Twenty two? <laughs> I think this year. 20, 22 years? Yeah. Or something like that? I think that? this year is 22. Yeah. Grinding manifolds was also my first job here. Really? <laughs> yeah. 10 bucks an hour. Here you go. Right, grind you these up and go weld them up. Yeah. yeah. 10 bucks an hour. Yep. Grinding these welds off. Yeah. Cash money. Yeah. That's good. good. But that's of course. like 12. <laughs> um, I didn't even see. What's the next one? You oh. got it. Right there. You got oh, it. Oh, man. Do, do it yourself. Straight pipe exhaust. Oh. Buddy, they could do it cheaper. <laughs> yeah, with a MIG welder, so there's all these pinholes and it's blowing soot and making noise poor all Rich. over. You're poor Regal. You're poor Regal. So what? I just got stock manifolds in. You have stock exhaust, rusted and broken muffler dragging from the hangers. Yes. <laughs> yes. Hell yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's lighter than what I have because you know all those muffler man exhausts. Like that, the exhaust piping you get from those places is so heavy. Half inch like, thick aluminized pipe. In a Michigan winter, they last like three years, maybe. Yeah. It's like 10 gauge mild steel piping. <laughs> Full garbage. 316. Crush bent. Yeah. All right, next one. Who, who, what's next? Where's that turbo kit? We're going suspension next. Oh, okay. Suspension? Yep. Yeah. The uh, Coney's in a hollowed out factory strut. <laughs> Remember that? Well, oh, you wouldn't know anything about oh. that. Yeah, so... We, Modern cars sucked back in the day. Yeah, there, and, and nobody, no, no major vendors gave a crap about 3,800, right? So in order to get Coney's in the Grand Prix, you would buy them for a Taurus SHO, and yeah. then you'd take a factory Grand Prix strut and you'd cut it and gut it out, and then you'd slip the the SHO Coney in the factory. Yeah, that's yeah. funny. I ran into a, a Taurus show guy, um, the autocross we did at Grand Valley. <clears throat> I had the Regal there, and we were in the same class. And it's a big four door. I got the big four door. We're turning through cones and stuff, and he was taking his wheel off to changed i think he was changing tires or something and i was looking in a suspension and it was surprising how close it resembled a w body underneath that taurus car but, oh yeah where is the nitrous nitro bro 50 shot all right i mean i don't know what nitrous is but i know what nos is and i'm in <laughs> first up ZZP coilovers and rear sway bar very good combo my muffler's me. dragging on the ground already like come on give me something good <laughs> Might as well just slam it on its nuts, right? Right. Give me the coilovers, knock them off with the rest of the way off. Hey, Reduction. someone's calling out the new uh, HV intake. Did did oh. we showcase that? We've mentioned someone, it on here before. I don't think did we've posted someone it. show a picture of it? I don't think so, no. No pictures. No. No, we're not doing that? Not yet. We're really close. To to being done or showing pictures? Both. I believe. I could be wrong. Should we should we tease a <laughs> should we tease an early prototype? Should we show a three D printed prototype? Probably. I don't think there's any reason not to. We should probably make a post about it. Does yeah. the audience want to see that? You want to be the first customers <laughs> to see this? I wonder if we show it. If someone will screenshot and post it somewhere. You just told them to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I tell them not to. Let's, let's say, like, we just can you have to pay ten percent extra. You get a last on the list if you if you put this in a form. No, just kidding. It's, we've we've been teasing that product a long time. You know the guys. It's been a long time coming. For you me. know they want to see. It. Steve, is Al in the yes. building? Do we have a proto in the building? No, we have in the building. Not the current idea. No, no, what about the old one? The short one, long one, the bolted together one. We've, we've done some. We've pro got a few. We've got the bolted together one and the. What if we just show real quick? <laughs> it looks like this. I do like the idea of like just having it on here because like the quality. Bring, bring is it up, Al. Right? Here stairs. I do. Somebody's running. Let's, see, let's just do it really quick. <laughs> Unless it's like a super early proto, because then it's just going to look like shit. There's the door. What do we got? Okay, Ryan's got it. Oh, boy. Oh, here, oh, it. 
Pass yes, them yes, down yes, and then hide them. Well, well oh, that's already on camera. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, dude. Why do you hide under your shirt or something? Uh, I don't know what this is. That's uh, the current photo. One of the newer ones in here is the, uh, um, the three. That is three. based on testing of the one in your hand right yeah. now. We actually. Uh, Look at those bell mouths. Yeah. Oh, my. So, obviously, very far from what we currently are working on, but this is all that is in this building. Uh, we're probably doing testing in another building. Um, so, yeah, you're the first to see uh, the early, early version of what will be something really cool, but you get an idea of how cool it's going to be from yeah. what you're looking at. A um, lot of flow testing, a lot of theory. Lots and lots and lots of testing. A lot of work. Um, and we almost, we were so close to not actually bringing it out. We were going to do a version that was very, very close to the HV3. Um, and I won't get you into the drama because there was some with, uh, well, I just won't go there. But there was some drama which resulted in us starting from scratch. And uh, you saw, what's hell, those, those are really old. Was the, the gray one? Yeah, yeah, that yeah, was the winner. yeah. So, yeah, lots of good shit to come. <laughs> Slow your fire shot. <laughs> you don't even work here, but you're fired. <laughs> <laughs> Tubular control arms and lowering springs. Yep. Rear sway bar. I got something good. All right, yeah, I'll take it. I'll all take right. It. I like. Uh... Have you seen my last like nineteen cars? They're all slammed, but they're nuts on the ground. <laughs> Perfect. We had a guy that stopped in this morning who uh, got in an accident with his Grand Prix. Um, actually, two guys tried stealing his Grand Prix, and he had to plow through them. Like, two cars were trying to block him in and, like, steal his car. And he had to plow through them and get out of there and um, busted up his frame rail and everything. Like, the car was basically totaled by insurance, but he had inherited it from his dad, so he didn't claim it on insurance. He's been working on it all winter. But he had a ZZP tubular control arms on it. And um, he's the front right corner that took all the brunt um, was perfectly fine. The control arm was perfectly fine. He just replaced the Heim, and um, we gave him an, a couple other small this and that's um, today while he was putting it back together. But he was like, "Thanks for a good control arm." He's not the first, like uh, Greg, our pink guy, our our guy. original tester with our early version yeah. control arm that has since been upgraded. But that early version, he got in an accident. That was why we started selling it. Um, that was our final test. It's him getting in an accident. But then it turned out control arms have stressors on them different than accidents under daily use. Yeah, for sure. Tim, you got the tubular control arms and lowering springs. I'm in. All right, guys. What are you doing to me again? This We got some... <laughs> what, you got a lift kit? What do you yeah. got? <laughs> really? <laughs> oh, God. I was being funny. <laughs> oh, the heightened, the heightened springs, the uh, Bonneville springs, or whatever they are. I thought that was the police oh, package they? springs or something like it's that. Like a something like that. Mail uh, car, mail service car, or something like I mean, that. Now you guys can put some rocking subs in the trunk. On some thirty-inch, thirty-inch wheels, bro. Thirty-inch wheels, a couple fifteen-inch subs in the back. <laughs> Have to ten-point turn into the parking lot. Yeah. Yeah. Matt, you should probably buy a 3800 and put that HV insert in it. Boy, that's capped slow. Hmm. All right. Let's, what's next? You want to read off that last one, Bob? Read the last one. Um, what one, bud? Zoom for suspension. Oh, yeah. Sorry, brother. Um, zoom for suspension. You got stock suspension. Rear is sagging. Front left is questionable noises. <laughs> That's okay. I'll, I'll use cables so I can drag race. Heck, yeah. Perfect. <laughs> we, we don't go to the racetrack enough for people to even know probably what that mod is anymore. So yeah. much of... There, there's some good writing. So many of these tricks are just gone, missing. Yeah. That we was could, Matt came up with that one. We could teach a whole new generation how to get their Grand Prix down the track. <laughs> Just start over with everything well, we did 20 years ago. Our website doesn't have, like, the tech articles are kind of difficult to get to. <laughs> yeah. It's not set up as well as some of our previous websites, and it kind of sucks because a lot of this stuff did kind of get lost. We haven't put as much effort in the tech articles as and, and like, the free mods and things yeah. like that that we used to because we still do 
we do a lot of that it's just kind of focused on like youtube videos and stuff now i mean we still do a lot of the discussions all right matt i'm in matt you know you know you talk to paul you get that uh that sky solstice kappa bell housing bolts right up to the 3800 then you put uh that you know rear drive manual tranny in there and then you have a 3800 powered s10 there you go we and Tim were talking in the office last week about putting a, a complete 3800 drivetrain in the back of an S10. That in would a, be cool. In a complete 3800 drivetrain in the front of an S10 so that you had an all-wheel drive twin-engine 3800 S10. And even leave, like, both of them stock. Or, and then we, we were going crazier with it. We're or like combined 400. We're like, what if, we, what if we bring the exhaust together, put it through one turbo, like one large turbo, or even better, we make like a double equalizer. We equalize both engines and then equalize that. Was that before, was that before or after the margaritas today? <laughs> we were just coffee, man. It was just... what, about a, uh, what about a Ferrari mod? Just do 12 into one. Yeah, basically, you know. It would just... <laughs> be fun. I'm Intercooling. Let's the timing go. would be so off between the motors, the exhaust would have to sound like shit. I don't know. It wouldn't be. It wouldn't be even. It, your firing would have to be unless you were running off of the same. Well, you couldn't run off the same ignition to, because the balancer. You'd have you're, to you're equalize driving. the equalizers. Yeah, that's what I mean. You, <laughs> you, you, you couldn't control, control the separately. RPM. Uh, you couldn't match mm-hmm. the RPM of the motors exactly. So yeah, it sounded like the old GPG meets. <laughs> going down. I think I'll one just start. run twin turbo. You know, one turbo per engine, and then just bring them together into one exhaust pipe. <clears throat> that's um, that probably sounds pretty sweet. I but mean, there's we that we Grand Prix guy that did it. Yeah, we were just laughing how well it would probably work with the same PCM on the same PCM file. <laughs> like, it probably, you, they would probably work together better than they should. Yep. We could do uh, like a stock, one of our stock 1.4 turbos, but do six of them on a 3800. <laughs> Anyways, kind of, kind of a goofy looking thing. Did you see that Mustang with the eight turbos on it? It was no. floating around social media a year or two ago. Did it work? Eh. Yeah. Well, I'll go with eh. Did they uh, sequential they, any of them or was it all? They were all individual primaries and then, yeah, they fought each other and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. It was you, a mess. One thing I learned is like keep the minimum amount of turbos possible because like you don't even know when a turbo is not keeping up with the other turbo. Like, yeah, basically one of them ends up doing all of the work and the other ones can't spin. Huh. So Zoomer gets the stage two intercooler package. Intercooler is my favorite mod. I love installing it. I love plumbing it. I love hooking it up. And the gains are incredible. Every other factory boosted car is intercooled except the 3800 for some reason. <laughs> So it's like you add this mod that just bolts on like 50 well, freaking horse. My friend had a sweet 40th and I got him to buy our stage two intercooler. It was right when I first started here. And he had one nine rockers and an intercooler and his car kept up with my NIC cammed non intercooled header, like obnoxious, shaky, loud, crazy car. And he had quiet stock exhaust on it, just intercooler and rockers. And like, we have people that uh, ran 11s mm-hmm. intercooled yeah. rocker. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Steve yep. Mays did 20 years ago. Yep. Like well into the 11s. Yeah. Yep. The uh, I always hear the, I don't know if it's true or not, but everybody's like, they didn't put an intercooler on the 3800 because it made more power than the Corvette. What did the Corvette make in 97? I think the Z06 for 2000 was like rated at 405. The Z06 was the base model ones were, what are they, 350 or something? Yeah. Whatever an LS1 is. Still way over yeah. 240. Yeah. Intercooler put yeah, maybe. I've heard that same thing said about a lot of things, though. Yeah. Like they just say I think that. somebody's uncle or grandpa I, told them some story with that a they salt. had figured out in their head. And now I'm, it's true. I'm convinced GM's full of saboteurs in each program. Hmm. I'm not against that. You know, I heard that the entire transmission plant was going to sabotage all the stuff because electrics don't use transmissions and they didn't want to lose their jobs. So they were doing whatever they could to <laughs> sabotage programs. Hmm. Well, in one, one drive, we, we uh, <clears throat> got that ELR, 
Mm-hmm. It's kind of, I, I like it. I like driving it. I like the concept somewhat. It's just not put together well. Yeah. That's another one that feels like someone sabotaged a great car. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All the, all the ideas are there. Everything is good. The concept's good. They just shitty execution on the whole thing. Do you drive it in low? I didn't notice difference. Uh, Ryan told me to put in low. I didn't, I couldn't tell. The, the regen is higher in low. I use the paddle to oh, do okay. the regen. Well, maybe that's why I didn't notice. Yeah, that's why you don't notice. Um, I don't even understand the regen because the battery range goes to zero and just stays at zero no matter what yeah. you do. Mm-hmm. When it gets to zero, it doesn't really regen from there. Well, the regen still works when it's at zero. So yeah, I don't yeah. know what's going on with that thing. Every once in a while, it'll it'll like charge itself enough to like use the battery for like a few seconds, and then the engine will come back on. It is kind of uh, weird. Okay, like. It's it's very weird. Like I don't understand why they put the regen on paddles on that car. Like it should just be when you let off. I don't right. know why it's so loud either on the motor. Yeah. Short stack intercooler for my two door Grand Prix. That that's Aww, good. good upgrade too. Short stack. That's a good product. I wish I had <clears throat> more time to screw around with the new short stack. In what way? Just the whole thing. Yeah, like I, I like the product. It's so much easier to um, fit under any car, under any hood. You know, mm-hmm. you don't really have to modify much. You know, because the stage two, you're you've got a bigger fuel rail issue. Mm-hmm. Um, it changes if you got an SD hood or something. It's yep. going to rub. You know, I, uh, you just got to use cradle spacers. Or... Sometimes good enough is good enough, and the short stack is definitely good enough yeah, for a lot of people so the short course. stack is an inch <clears throat> and the stage two is two and a quarter inches right mm-hmm. but you do not get twice the gains it's, no you don't get double the gains going from yeah. nothing to uh yeah. stage two versus nothing to short stack short stack will give you what 60 percent probably probably or better and yeah. it's less than half of this the size yeah. you know so i even had a short stack intercooler underneath the factory engine cover and like hid the hoses a little bit so if you weren't actually looking you couldn't tell the car was intercooled had the uh volkswagen radiator at one time so you couldn't see the heat exchanger <laughs> that's either. what i had too <laughs> kind of stealth short stack with a quarter inch phenolic spacer underneath it on my nic car with a volkswagen uh heat exchanger up front yeah north star throttle body sits under the engine cover too you what? can basically have like a Hey, look at that. Yep. Hey, I actually love that product, and that product's kind of underrated. Like, a phenolic spacer is an awesome product. For like that car. Yes, that is especially insane. once you have, like, an intercooler drawing the heat, wicking the heat out of yeah. the blower itself. Like oh, if the you, blower is, like, frosty. Yeah, you yeah. put a phenolic spacer under your intercooler, like, make a quarter-mile pass, put your hand on the blower. It's cold. Ice cold. Yep. Not ice cold. That was an exaggeration. Phenolic spacer is, like, cool. every car should have that. For sure. I wish that we were able to do the phenolic lower half on the inner core, but that just never seems to work out. Every material had such a drawback. Yeah. yeah. You know, you could, you, when we used the plastic, it was great in so many ways, but the expansion contraction, you could never get it to stay sealed mm-hmm. because it just didn't work with the aluminum yeah. uh, other stuff. And then when you did the other phenolic, it would get waterlogged or... Yeah, the oil soaked. Yeah, and you know, get all chip gooey, and then the other one was too glass based, and it would chip or crack when it got hot, and this yeah, just too the, failure rate. Sebastian, the phenolic is. <clears throat> I'm, I'm gonna you know really break it down basic, but phenolic is basically like wood, and um, it's just machined wood that you put. So it's it's like it's a layered. Barrier. It's layered. It's like a layered, yeah. like kind of like fiberglass. But I'm overly simplifying yeah, yeah. it, but like it's um <clears throat> basically. It's a thermal barrier between two metal things that wick heat from each other. So it's just your blower temp. I, I've never actually laser gunned it, but I'd imagine your blower could easily be like 75 to over 100 degrees, potentially cooler, just putting a phenolic spacer in. I would well, believe it, all of that. The motor runs, let's just call it 200 degrees, and the heat and heat rises. So all the heat from your motor goes up and into the supercharger and so no, so that's the instantly supercharger degrees, gets, assume. supercharger gets yeah. hot and people thought the supercharger was getting hot because it was running but actually most of the heat was coming from the engine yeah. soaking up into it and so when you put a piece of wood or plastic or whatever your barrier is going to be which is what we call phenolic spacer um, it prevents the engine heat from getting into the blower and then if you put an intercooler 
which is also made of metal, um, above the phenolic spacer touching the supercharger. Any heat from the supercharger goes into the intercooler, which is blocked from heat from the motor, and then it would just wick it out at the intercooler radiator and everything would just be mm-hmm. uh, yeah. you know, close to ambient temperature. So if you, if you had no hood clearance issues, like a, an amazing combination would be like a full-size intercooler with like a quarter-inch phenolic spacer. Mm-hmm. Obviously, most cars can't support that. You know, you'll hit your hood. <clears throat> but, um, but, you know, like maybe a SS intercooler with a quarter-inch phenolic spacer, you know, that would be a pretty awesome combo. And then you're only an inch and a quarter above stock. You used but, to go um, to meets and everyone would have a bag of ice sitting on top of their supercharger yeah. at the... 3,800 meets and, and drag racings because there's just the, the, everything just runs so hot mm-hmm. in that vehicle and in non-intercooled status. Um, Wrapping up the uh, intercooling, Steve, <laughs> you got leaking intake gaskets. I'm ho- I got hosed. And a throttle body spacer, brother. <laughs> cool. Who gets the air-to-air? Who gets the air-to-air M90? Intercooler. That would have been funny, actually. I'm going to put a skateboard in the trunk of my car so I could get to work on time. <laughs> The guys in Australia literally take the blower, they kick it on its side, they pump the air out of it into like through charge pipes to a front mount intercooler like a turbo car, and then plummet back to the engine. They oh, literally it's like this. crap. It it's works terrible. like it, it doesn't work really. The like, Ford Thunderbirds did that from the factory. The M90 wow. Thunderbirds back in the day. In there's the a, early nineties. There's a guy on uh, on the on the Facebook groups who has an upside down M90, and it sounds crazy. It is insane. Yes, it is the loudest thing you've ever heard. <laughs> but it's the In same theory. Way. He ran it through an air to air. He literally flipped it over, made like some weird intake piece, and it just goes through an air to air. But the blower still sits where it's supposed to be. It's just upside down. <laughs> <laughs> He's got an equalizer on it too, so the car just makes noises you've never heard before. Uh, Connor Murphy, um, no, we have never done it. We've discussed the idea of the inner chiller. The inner chiller uses your AC to like cool your inner core fluid to like help your liquid air intercooler set up but i don't know i mean you got yourself a cold air intake right you're putting a bunch of heat into the engine by running the ac you're creating a bunch of condensation and water so if you go to the drag strip you're dripping water they will boot i've got my atsv they tried kicking me out for the ac running and i didn't even have it on it was just whatever the car did ran the ac at like 10 percent. it was just enough to drip water yeah. And they told me to figure out how to shut it off or get out. Yeah. So was... I've, I've never really been a fan of the inner chiller. I like the idea behind it, but like, I don't like the idea of putting extra heat into the engine, working the engine harder to cool your inner yeah. You're but... just moving the heat from one, one thing to another. There's it's another... energy. It's got to be relocated, moved, taken care of somehow. Now your radiator's hot. Your fans have to work overtime to yeah. keep everything cold. The other mod is the um, CO2 intercooler chiller yeah uh generally no bueno you're adding a bunch of weight to the vehicle but worse than that co2 is not combustible so you're displacing oxygen so you spray this all over and then you're sucking up non-combustible we put it on my turbo car back in the day and i lost 40 horsepower Hmm. because all the all that co2 like it made it to the air filter Mm-hmm. so yeah it's not a or you idea. could just spray nitrous at the intercooler and be like i don't have nitrous i don't know what you're talking about and if it's you under the hood it. <laughs> i like your idea but like forget that even like my thought is is like if you're gonna do it put a nitrous kit on the car and then just squirt like a 15 shot like a 15 horsepower shot straight into the intake like that's going to do way more cooling and give you way more performance than cooling your inner core down. That's cooling the air that's flowing through it down. That's already a hundred degrees because like, it's hot outside. Yeah. <laughs> like just Tim, take a little 15 shot of nitrous. Tim's rocking the four inch ZZP fender well intake. I'll take it. Super underrated intake. If you, if you're on a budget, um, all the noise I'm in. Yes, uh, for sure. Very noisy in a good way. Oh, correct me if I'm wrong here for the audience. If you put a stage two intercooler on a bone stock Grand Prix and you do not change anything, including the tune, I believe you pick up 16 horsepower. I think. That am I wrong? Well. Am I wrong, Bo? That's, no, I, I can't I can answer. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's 16 horsepower. I'm and just blown and, away. And the reason I bring that up 
um, well, because you're not changing boost, mm -hmm. you know, you're not changing timing, you're not changing anything. You're just cooling the air. And the well, you are changing it, timing by getting a colder air charge. It's, it allows you to maintain, I guess. It prevents the computer from pulling timing. Yep. But if you're already, if you're stock pulleyed and good fuel, it's not pulling timing anyway. And it doesn't know the air is cooler because it's post math. So, That's true, yes. Um, all things being equal, I remember bone stock, you gained 16 horsepower. And I was actually surprised you gained that because you're not changing the airflow because you're spinning the blower at the same speed. Mm -hmm. But point being, think about that. If cooling the air by 100 degrees gives you a 16 horsepower gain, how much is left by chilling the radiator or chilling the the air a little, a little bit? Like there, there ain't much left. Like yeah. the intercooler's gains come from the fact that you can add boost and timing. Yeah. Yeah. So typically it's, I mean, it's pretty easy to gain say 50 horsepower from a stage two intercooler install because you can add boost and timing. Mm -hmm. So. Absolutely. And one thing I like too is uh, it reduces heat soak. So you don't just gain that horsepower for five seconds of a gear. Like you gain, like by the time <laughs> you're through two or three gears, you that's like double that. Run, run, enjoy your Spectre and just running though. through the air intakes. Steve got the cold air ZZP. Yeah. Tim got the ZZP fender well. Zoom got a drop in air filter. <laughs> Bo's got my airbox gone, but I ran by AutoZone real quick and <laughs> picked up a filter to strap on there. Are you guys all ready for the round that matters? Yes. Oh, it. What do we got? Prepping your builds. This, this is the power mods. <clears throat> Suspense. Got to be more worried about the last two. Oh God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everybody should uh, speak up on this. I don't know, Steve. Do you have an answer for Connor there on the uh, cats? They come and go. Um, it's just a slow supply chain issue. Um, I, I would imagine. Yeah, I didn't either, but I mean, it, it happens regularly. We run out and then we get a pallet or two of them in and then they run out again. It's not so. a welding issue. It's a, no, it's a I don't think so. Issue. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> first up, ZZP Statima Turbo Kit. I what? have the Forge oh. engine. I would appreciate that. <laughs> you guys are mixing it up a little bit because we just did intakes, but you know, I'll, I'll throw my uh, AutoZone air filter in the trash and put that Statima kit on right away. Looks like Tim's running a Statima kit on a chip piston, old 3800. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, work better than you keep, think. Keep voting for me, please. I just leave that spark plug out. What happens? I'll take the. Uh, is it? Is this now a good time for you to tell them what statima means? Do I know what statima means? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> it's something Matt. Like I don't know where statima came from. I know it's Matt. I know it's from way back. Yeah, I think was it you a nickname or was it a combination? Something like that. I'm sure everybody would love to know. Tim with the Statima Turbo Kit. It's a, it's a heck of a turbo kit. That is, we were just talking about that yesterday. How efficient that thing is. Just makes power like not even trying. Like a cam in that that kit on teens worth of boost is 500 wheel horsepower. Next up is the ZZP Z3 Turbo Kit. Ooh, Z3 Turbo Kit. Yeah, that's also a awesome option. I'll take personal, personal favorite. In. Matt Mikoff just chimed in. It was his nickname from high school. They called him Statima? Interesting. So what does Statima mean, Matt? Yeah. Well, there's a mat in there somewhere. There's a backwards mat inside out with letters mixed. I'm guessing. Yeah, I'll take that Z3 kit. Z3 would be sweet. I Why really gonna, like the Z3 kit. I'm not going to explode your transmission on the first hit with a Z3 kit. So Unless I mean, there's a trainee as a next mod, then... It's a really. I was just looking at it the other day. It's it's like thirty four hundred bucks, and you can have the full swap with an intercooler. And uh, the results you get with that are just so good. Oh, got the Z three. Lovely. Holy crap! There you go, man. Yeah. Next up, down to the last two. Looks like Zoom and Steve fighting for a Gen five blower with a pulley of your choice. Ooh. Ooh. Mm. 
Well, I can't choose a pulley without knowing what cam I have, though. No, you just put the smallest one on regardless of anything. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Two eight is what the cool kids run. I, well, Two I, five five. Bro. I, I once made a post that said if your your pulley doesn't fit in the cup holder of your Grand Prix, then you're slow. <laughs> and uh, anything two eight or smaller fits in the cup holder of a Grand Prix. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna need an intercooler for that. Oh, Steve, if Zoom pulls away with the Gen Five, you're not gonna like how your middle earn hurt Monte Carlo's going. I already don't. <laughs> But it hey, doesn't matter you because you're doing it for Dale. I'm doing it for Dale. Yes. Oh, I got the Gen 5 blower. Your blower of choice anyway. I got an M62 swap or something stupid, don't no, I? No, you have an NA swap. Um, yes. <laughs> even better. You basically couldn't afford to redo the supercharger. So reverse top swap. Yeah, you and you had an intake laying around or something. I don't know. Cool. You're just trying to be unique. I just want to be different. I just want to be different, guys. Did it come with a bus pass? What's up? Transmissions? That's it. We're going to end there. Okay. All righty. From the top, we have myself with a Grand Prix GTP. Um, on that Grand Prix GTP, coupe. it is a coupe. Oh, choose your colors, too. I'm going to go with white. Always like the white ones. Don't see them a lot either. Yeah. The white, I not everybody does the white. Um, anyway, Grand Prix GTP two-door white with a uh, Ford's JE Pistons EZP rod engine. I am rocking a Z3 turbo kit. Um, well, this doesn't make sense. I got an equalizer kit. <laughs> Power logs. That doesn't line up. Um, and... Uh, I also have a short stack intercooler with that Z3 turbo kit. Um, so that's interesting. Maybe I'm running a block off plate. We'll call yeah. it that. You got a gun at M90. It'll be fine. I do have rear heightening springs so I can get all that, uh, that, all that weight on the front tires though. So turbo kit, short stack intercooler, rear heightening springs, and some power locks on a forged engine. All right. Tim, Tim's rocking a Buick Regal GS. All right. He's missing the air box. Nope, that was, sorry, read wrong. Four-inch fender well intake. Um, from there, Tim has a 300,000-mile junkyard runs good L67. Pretty underrated, honestly. A lot of ring gap. Yep. <laughs> Tim, he he DIY'd this, the exhaust because his buddy, you know, he, he pulled some favors. Um, he, did, he did save up for that quarter-inch phenolic spacer. <laughs> Real big cooling mods for Tim over here. Um, but he decided that he did need some ZZP tubular control arms and lowering springs. So, um, you know, that's cool. Um, and then at the end of the day, Tim decided to put a Statima kit on the car <laughs> and see what that 300,000 mile L67 could do. And it loved it. Steve, Steve, we got a, we got a, Monte, we got a Monte Carlo Dale Earnhardt edition. Black. Number 382. I don't know if, how many they made, but yours is 382. Perfect. I love that number. Um, you do have a ZZP cold air intake. That's pretty nice. Yeah, it sounds good. It works really good on my reverse top swap. The, uh, By the way, in case you were wondering, I think they made about 50,000 of those. Oh, so. I know why you NA swapped it, Steve. You chipped a piston. Right. Your L67 high mileage chip piston. You just decided to put an unnaturally aspirated intake on it. So, you you know, you couldn't buy a new engine, whatever. Um, the lower intake, though, you you didn't you reused your lower intake gaskets, and they're leaking um, after Dang. that intake swap. But you I knew I forgot something. You did remember the throttle body spacer. Well, you got to have the important stuff on there. Yeah, and Zoomer uh, rusted out nine C one Impala. She put in some miles in the police force, but Zoom picked it up cheap. He's gonna mod it with a ZZP drop in air filter on a stock air box. <laughs> Zoom oh, could afford. Zoom did find a stock bottom end low mile L36 for the car, and he bolted on some stainless headers and a full ZZP exhaust. Um, from there, the stock the stock suspension is still sagging and is making some questionable noises, but he did do he did find a Gen 5 blower for that L36 as well. So it's pretty dang good runner. And he got that stage two intercooler yeah. and the stage two intercooler. Pardon me. So yeah, your top swapped. L36, Still Gen 5. On the heads. 
Yes. Zoom's up there with top dog. Yeah. Yep. Tim's gonna break his engine. I'm gonna be the only one that shows up to work on time with good old reliable reverse top swap. Hold my beer, Steve. <laughs> so, so what are you all doing with your bills? Racing it, you daily in it? Um, yeah, I'm gonna daily mine. Definite daily. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have much of a choice. I'm gonna road course race it because you guys say I can't. I, and it's I got your pullovers. I think hey, I, got, I can race. I can autocross. Definitely medium golf blue metallic. I think you know although that, Zoom's sure. rusted out Impala, it is rusty. I think he's got the best build. I like the 9C1 Impala. I think he's got the funnest sounding build. Yep. A rowdy blower car. You just take care of that suspension. You, do pretty good you don't need suspension. You don't need suspension. Just jam some wood in between the springs. <laughs> I would like to find a 9C1 Impala for a winter beater. They had a lot of cool options. Oil cooler, tranny cooler, 329s, brakes. Uh, what else? Bigger Steel radiator. plates in the seat. The bigger radiator. Yeah, radiator. Uh, I think maybe some kind of strut. Was there a strut combo oh, in there? Maybe. Um, I know it had the GMPP sway bars. Didn't it have bigger tires and wheels on it or something? Like wider wheels? The, and I do believe so. had the yeah. boxed trailing arms in the rear, not the stamped ones. Mm-hmm. Um, they came full bolt on. Huh? <laughs> they were FBO from the factory. Isaac Beast, we literally did exactly what you just mentioned. We put a our Z04 Turbo on a 100% stock cruise. Yep, and it was great. So, obviously, you need a tune. You know, the Z04 with a tune, but you can put it on with no other mods. Yep, check out our cruise build series on YouTube, Isaac. Yep. Uh, that is literally video number one, I believe. Or video number one is Dino, and then from yeah. there is number two is Turbo. Yeah, and uh, the the next thing after that to save for would be an intercooler. That would be like the next thing to do. But yeah, I mean it's it's great. It'll renew your love for the car. I promise you. The stock Turbo is so restrictive on that car. Mm -hmm. It's terrible. It's so restrictive that it causes a car to Velfo from the factory. Better turbo. Yeah. Uh, when are you guys going to build a Bonneville SSCI? Whenever Tim buys one. Tim's the Again. money guy. Don't tempt me. Again. If don't you can... tempt me anymore. Send Tim had a sweet SSCI with XPZ cam and ported heads. Yeah. And it was pretty quiet sweet. Quiet exhaust. Like, that was a sweet car. It was. Tim, how many Grand Prix vehicles have you owned in total? I've owned about... 62. Five? I think five thirty eight hundred vehicles. So about the same as every platform. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think so. <laughs> that is funny. I've owned multiple of every one of our vehicles on every platform. Uh-huh. Hey, I've only ever... No, I had three. I oh, no. I, I only have one ATSV, I guess. So that's you had two, right? Well, I, technically, I did have two ATSVs. The first one was a swap lease, and then the second one we actually bought. So yeah, I've had two ATSVs, I guess. It's quite the badge. That poor car. <laughs> there, somebody bought that from the dealer. Oh, it was just a lease. <laughs> <laughs> We've had some cars come back around that we thought maybe we had worked on or sold. <laughs> There was a Grand Prix where the pulley fell off, and I'm like, ah, I wonder if that <laughs> was something that. Just smile and nod. Pretend that we don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> well, uh, whatever questions you guys want to answer in the chat, let's wrap it up whenever you feel ready. Uh, Darylind, um, 91 Octane, yeah. Um, it's going to hold you back a little bit, but like, you can only run what you can run, so we can tune around whatever fuel. If you have 91, we just can't turn it up quite as much, but all your neighbors have the same disadvantage, so no worries. And then, uh, oh, best way to, to do with an old stock turbo are the, the wastegate problems. You just got to get rid of it. Like, there, you, you're going to spend so much money trying to re-bushing the wastegate flapper arm shaft. Just get a different turbo. Uh, the stock turbos are terrible anyway. I mean, uh, you know, some are better than others, but just get a slight upgrade turbo and you're good. Um, what else? We Best have mods here? for O2 Mani. Um, oh. Like we previously mentioned, that U-Bend Elite or just a downpipe. 
It depends on the budget. Like yeah. at at a what you're gonna do if you're gonna spend five hundred or less is a lot different than yeah. if you want to add a power adder. Yeah, we have a oh, good uh, we have a good top five mods on the NA thirty eight hundred. Yeah, so check that video out on our YouTube for sure. Watch that video for a lot sure. of good information there. Tune downpipe in our HV insert when we release it. Would those three things are magical on a NA car? Spark plugs, thermostat, set of rockers. If you don't want to do a cam, worth about ten horsepower or so. Wake it up pretty good, pretty pretty cheap. Cool. Right, we're after five. Well, thanks for tuning in, guys, for the uh, 3800 build off. Um, thanks for uh, building me a turd. <laughs> well, Steve, I mean, I'm pretty happy with my build, so. Yeah, yeah, I was. I'm. <clears throat> I can't disagree either. I got a Forge Engine a Z3 Turbo Kit and a two door. I would take that. Steve, you got the short end of the stick, unfortunately. <laughs> it is what Arguably it is. the best looking car, though. <laughs> All right, everybody, have a good weekend. Thanks for tuning in. See ya.